And the Oscar goes to... A few of the world's truly great honors and awards are accompanied by truly great checks. The Nobel Prize, for one, comes with something close to a million dollars. But the Oscars, which will be handed out Sunday, are merely coated in gold. Since the mid-20th century, winners can only sell them to the Motion Picture Academy for one buck. Yet no calculable price can be set on the publicity, the job prospects, and the phrase Oscar winner that's ever after attached to the awardees' names. Economist Yana Gallus at the UCLA Anderson School works to figure out what our cherished but intrinsically valueless little baubles are really worth to the human spirit. The Oscars are coming up, and it only takes a minute's thought to think of other prizes. The Nobel Prizes, the Pritzker, right. the Pulitzer, the MacArthur, the Man Booker, the Fields Medal. Why do we do this? So there are a number of reasons why people hand out awards. One of them, of course, is to establish their own status and reputation, because by giving awards, the givers always also signal that they are in a position to confer prestige on others. You mentioned the Nobel Prize, right? Awards help the award givers establish their own status and gain a more favorable reputation by what is called basking in others' glory, basking in reflected glory, by giving awards to somebody who already has a good reputation. My own reputation is, of course, also then improved. A second reason is that awards allow the givers to structure the field by signaling clearly what is considered high quality. When we're talking about the cultural sector, performance is ambiguous. It's difficult to, for outsiders to observe what is high quality and what is not so high quality. By giving awards, you try at least to establish what's, what can be considered high quality. You also create role models and you do create a networking occasion where all the in-group members have to attend that network, that, that occasion if ah, they still want to be in the in-group. Not only did yes. the Nobel Prize shift the standard a little bit by giving the Nobel Prize for Literature to Bob Dylan, he also <laughs> said, ah, thank you, but I'm not going to show up. It is a great honor to introduce a speech from the Nobel Laureate in Literature, Mr. Bob Dylan. The speech is presented by the Ambassador of the United States of America to Sweden, her Excellency Asita Raji. So there are a number of benefits of giving awards, but there are also risks. <laughs> um, and that is one of the risks. There are risks for the giver, that the giver either chooses an award recipient who, um, who then doesn't show up, or who publicly explains why he or she does not accept the award. That has also happened, by the way, with um, state orders, such as the Légion d'honneur in France, where um, Thomas Piketty, who many people uh, know because of his um, work on um, capital, 
in the 21st century, he um, declined to re to receive this award. And oftentimes, in fact, those snubs, those instances where candidates refuse to accept the award, create more or gain more attention than the cases where people accept the the awards. Let me give you two examples of that with the Oscars. One of was Marlon Brando, who refused yes. to accept the award for The Godfather. I'm representing Marlon Brando this evening, and he has asked me to tell you in a very long speech, which I cannot share with you presently because of time, but I will be glad to share with the press afterwards, that he very regretfully cannot accept this very generous award. And the reasons for this being are the treatment of American Indians today by the film industry, excuse me, The other was George C. Scott, who refused to accept the Best Actor Oscar for Patton. He'd once said the Oscars were a two-hour meat parade. What happens to winners' reputations when they sound like they're saying, I'm too good for your award? Well, you could argue um, it, it has a positive impact on their reputations because it establishes clearly it signals that they have such a great high reputation that they are in a position to even decline that honor. It also makes a very public, potentially political statement, as was the case with um, with some of those um, snubs. So of course, award givers, knowing that this can happen, many award givers actually um, make sure in advance that the person whom they select will ultimately also accept the award. What's an economist's interest in awards? Well, my original interest is really in um, how we motivate people and what motivates people, and in particular, um, looking at the non-monetary um, types of motivations, non-monetary incentives more specifically. And awards are very interesting, uh, non-financial, non-monetary incentive. Um, but of course, first of all, I had to uh, show with my studies, with the empirical studies, that even purely symbolic awards would have a motivational effect on people. Standard economics would say, no, we only care about um, monetary incentives and pecuniary uh, rewards, but um, um, of course we all know how much we care about being recognized by others. And so I ran field, a field experiment to show that was actually on Wikipedia where people operate under pseudonyms, so there's really no um, material consequence of um, getting an award on Wikipedia, and I was able to show that this had a massive Im impact on people's motivation and um, efforts to continue to contribute this to this um, online encyclopedia as editors. Now, Napoleon originated the Legion of Honor and said, yes. a, a soldier will fight long and hard for a bit of colored ribbon, which is a tremendous bit of human psychology. We know that um, from various studies that individuals are even willing to incur costs to attain purely symbolic status, that is this um, social comparison di dimension of awards. Um, also, we value attention, and we could even argue that nowadays, you know, where there's information everywhere and, we, and there are um, great different um, sources competing for our for our attention. That is the ultimate scarce resource. If people receive an award, they get others' attention, and that can be very motivating for them. If someone gets an award, how is it perceived? Is it like the, the culmination of a career, or is it a stimulus to further performance? 
There are different awards. Some are given for lifetime achievement, like the Nobel Prizes, for instance. And those seem to be more like the culmination of a very successful um, career. Um, and some people argue that it's even risky. They can have negative effects in that they um, divert the person's attention to things such as giving talks at the expense of doing more research or, or further excelling in what they had been good at all the time. In, in other instances, you might uh, fear that awards can le lead to hubris or um, can cause that the phenomenon where people would rest on their laurels. But on the other hand, we also have um, early career awards in, di on, in different fields where they really um, ideally lead to a fur further performance enhancement. I've also studied the effects of academic awards, and we, t we see that um, after receiving prestigious awards in economics, for example, um, those award recipients um, further pu publications in, eco in um, journals um, still improve and go up. Uh, do non-financial awards and prizes like Napoleon's Bit of Ribbon or an Oscar have different effects on people than financial ones? Um, yes, so we still need to do more research on that, of course. The study on of awards and in particular their effects on performance is very young. But for example, when awards are given out in a context where people volunteer, um, they can have long-lasting effects that um, last for for over a year. In contrast, we know that um, the effects of financial incentives and money tend to be short-lived. Also, people adjust their expectations to receiving bonuses, for example, so you always have to further increase um, the bonuses for, for employees with distinctions and recognition. But ideally, awards are designed such that they still motivate those who haven't yet received them to still get an award at some point. But of course, there will always be non-winners because by definition, the number of awards has to be kept scarce if they if they are to remain valuable. On the part of non-winners, they can provoke envy, even lead to sabotage. Um, they can also hamper cooperation. So those are the risks of handing out awards wow. that have award givers have to be aware of. Another interesting fact is um, concerns negative prizes. In the Tour de France, there's the Lanterne Rouge, which is the red lantern, which was given to the person who comes in last. Now, of course, Getting some attention may arguably be better than getting no attention in terms of, of course, also of um, future advertising gigs. At some point, people made a race for coming in last, and then they had to, um, actually, they, they tried to, to punish those uh, those racers because, of course, it would no longer be the normal um, Tour de France as we want to see it. We don't want people to be too slow at the at the very end, right, and to race for that last place. There are also in movies um, negative awards, right. the golden raspberries for bad movies and bad performances. Mm -hmm. How do people react to those awards? It is interesting, those um, Razzies, for example, that some actors still go and also receive those awards. And then the question is, why? Whether it's about the attention, and some attention is better than no attention, or to signal that you don't care and, um, if you will, stands above those those silly signals. Much study, as you know, has been done of the Oscars and how Oscar winners fare after winning Oscars. Some see their careers prosper. Others tend to flatline a little bit. 
I'm not an expert on the Oscars per se. Um, I do know that the nominations are already very important, also in terms of box, uh, further financial um, returns. I do not know whether probably there are some whose career afterwards, um, career trajectory is not as, as good as it could, could otherwise be, but it's difficult to argue that this was because of the award. People who were nominated but don't win say it was an honor just to be nominated. Do you believe them? Is it true? Being nominated um, gets you gets the movie or the actors or be it other persons um, attention right shifts attention on them and in some contexts that can already be good. Now of course not winning and being nominated clearly shows you were, that the person was considered and then um, deemed not good enough or yeah worse than the other contenders. Um, so. It is difficult to to see to look into people's minds. Um, for sure, they would have been more happy had they won the award finally. But um, if it's about attention, then certainly being nominated can already have a massive impact in terms of, in financial terms. Psychologically, for those people, of course, then the reference point would be I could have won. So uh, there might also be some frustration. But if that frustration leads to superior performance after this one award and then possibly hence further awards down the road, that would be positive. You've heard discussions about children and children's events where everybody gets a trophy. And you've thought about the future of awards and you've referred to a saturation point. Have we reached it? It is difficult to say what is the optimal number of awards. Certainly there are some fields where it seems that the number of awards that are handed out has reached a point where there are too many awards and then they just lose in value or they might even be ridiculed. In America, in, in schools, there are way more awards than, than in other countries, such as Switzerland, where I lived before coming to the United States. We do know that the more awards there are, at some points they, start, they just start losing um, in value. What do you think as you watch the Oscars? Are you taking notes for a future paper? I would um, certainly like to study the Oscars now that I live in L.A. Um, so I will be um, very um, attentive and let's see what I can find when I watch the Oscars. Knowing what you know, would getting an award make you happy now? It depends on, of course, for what the award is, what the award is given for, but... Um, Yes, give, getting um, peers' recognition and knowing that what one does um, has an impact certainly would make me happy. Jana Gallus, assistant professor in the strategy group and behavioral decision-making at the Anderson School at UCLA, thank you for talking to me. Thank you very much, Pat. It was a pleasure. Pat Morrison Asks is produced for the Los Angeles Times by Pat Morrison. It's edited and engineered by Todd G. Levin. The audio is from the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences Oscars presentations and from the NobelPrize.org. I am Pat Morrison.